In the holy name of Jesus, amen. Stephen must have known that Jesus said it. Jesus said, I, am, I have come that they might have life and have it abundantly. Stephen must have known that Jesus said it. So I wonder if on the day when he was stoned to death, Stephen felt cheated. It was such a thing that early church. Jesus up from the dead on Easter Day and making the rounds for 50 days after that. And then on Ascension Day, Jesus went up. On Pentecost, the Holy Spirit came down and 3,000 were added to the church. Everything was flourishing. They devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching, to prayer, to meeting together, and to the breaking of the bread, and they held all things in common. They were marked by a generosity. It is what we mean when we talk about in our day, here in this place, scripture and prayer, the divine service, acts of mercy and tithing. And the word of the Lord grew, and every day more were saved, and the place was full up. And all of you know what happens when the place is full up. You have surveys, and you appoint a real estate committee, and you put on a new roof. And in the midst of that, you try to make sure that everyone in the joy group gets their fair share, and you add staff, which is precisely where we are today. They're adding staff. Stephen is added to their number. They put him to waiting tables, but as it turns out, he's so full of the Holy Spirit, so full of God's grace and God's power, that every time he turns around and bumps into somebody, a miracle happens. And in no time, he's preaching. And for all of that, Stephen gets stoned. So I wonder if, when the first stone flew, I wonder if Stephen felt cheated. Because Stephen must have known that Jesus said it. I have come that they might have life and have it abundantly. And you all here today, you know that Jesus said it too. So I wonder if, after you have given your life into the church, whether you've been here for 20 years or just slogged through the new members class, but after you've given your life into the church, after you've agreed to be devoted to scripture and prayer and the breaking of the bread, to fellowship and having things in common, to generosity and acts of mercy, I wonder if, when the stones fly, I wonder if you feel cheated. If you have ever felt that way, maybe we need to think about it. We may wonder out loud this morning how it is that the abundant life fits together with being stoned to death. There is one fairly simple answer. I suppose that abundance means joy, and joy always makes a scene. And whenever you make a scene, there's always people in the crowd who are either nervous or jealous which is what happened in the text this morning. So when a great big gospel joy makes a great big gospel scene, then joy must die, which is what happens to Stephen today.
And yet you will notice in this text that this kind of joy doesn't. In fact, this kind of joy cannot die with a whimper. You remember that one of the early hostages in Iraq was an Italian who was being forced to dig his own grave. Partway through the digging, he turned around and attacked his captors. He screamed out, now I'll show you how an Italian dies. And of course he did die, but on his terms, not theirs. On his terms, without a whimper. So it was for Jesus. Nobody takes my life, I lay it down. And it is finished means that he dies on his terms, not theirs. So it is for Stephen. Teeth were clenching and clothes were tearing and stones were flying and Stephen was dying. And while he was dying, he was looking up to heaven as a martyr. The Greek word for somebody who gives a witness to what he knows, to what drives him, to the solid stuff to which he clings, to what fills him, to what he can't be turning his back on. And living from his abundance, he dies on his terms, or better to say, on Christ's terms, and not theirs. So I wonder if you can live with that, and I wonder if you can die with that. I think that you can, and I think that you want to, And I think that explains why you are back here again today. Here is Jesus once again gathering you, his people, to give out his gifts. This morning he will give you more gifts than you need, more gifts than you know. Some of the gifts he gives today will not make themselves known to you for years. Here is Jesus once again leading you to devote yourselves to him and his church to scripture and prayer and the divine service and the breaking of the bread and the generosity that holds all things in common. Here is Jesus once again prompting you to do some good because there are still tables to wait and miracles to do and sermons to be preached. Here is Jesus once again full of joy, full up. So here is Jesus once again begging you, equipping you, and blessing you to live on his terms. Joy and witness without compromise. Later today, when you leave this place and you go back into the world, you will find it to be a cold and miserable and bitter and sinful place. And sometimes for you, that will mean that you will be penalized for the joy you carry from here out there. At the point of being penalized, you will need to choose. You will need to choose whether you will dig your own grave and lie down in it quietly, whimpering, or whether you will give your best witness and let the stones fall where they may. When that happens, I'm not exactly sure whether you will feel cheated or not. 
It is, of course, human nature to feel cheated at that point when we've done our best and given all we've got and things don't work out the way we thought. But in this case, in the Jesus case, it is not really necessary. And it really is not best. Because what we feel and what we think at the end of the day doesn't really matter. At the end of the day, the real end, the only thing that really matters is what Christ thinks and what Christ feels. It was there in the epistle for today. Trust yourself to the one who judges justly. I have come that they might have life and have it abundantly. In our culture, and particularly in our town, abundance means lots and rich. But in scripture, that word for abundance can also mean very rare. And I think you understand that. You know that sometimes things that are very rare can also be very valuable. I have come that you might have life and you might have it abundantly can also mean something like, I've come that you might have life, a life that is rare, a life that is remarkable, a life that is singular or exceptional or extraordinary. As in, I have come that you might have a life that is not usually encountered by men. I've come that you might have a life that is absolutely, positively otherworldly. And suddenly when the stones start raining down, it all makes sense. As the stones rain down, that is what Stephen is experiencing. A life that is out of this world. As the stones rained down, Stephen was not cheated. As the stones rained down, Stephen was having a life not usually encountered by men. A martyr's life and a martyr's death. A death where dying is not just something that happens, but something that matters. As the stones rained down and Stephen pointed up to the open heavens, he made use of his very last breath to point to Jesus Christ, the Son of Man, the Good Shepherd, the door to resurrection and eternal life. As the stones rained down, Stephen had the strangest, most remarkable experience. Rare among men. It was, Jesus, receive my spirit. And then more. Jesus don't hold their sin against them. There is hardly a man around who can forgive his enemies. And rarer still is the one who can do it as his enemies put him to death. As the stones rained down, Stephen was reminded that the Lord only intends good for us, nothing but blessing. I have come that you may have life and have it abundantly. But most of us aren't there yet. 
This morning, for most of us, the stones aren't flying and death is not near, so off we go then one more time. Devoted to scripture and prayer and the breaking of the bread and being generous when the basket comes round this morning, having all things in common. Until then, it is for us the rare and valuable life, not usually encountered among men, All is gift and all is Christ, all is spirit and all is joy. Joy for today and hope for tomorrow, and never cheated and always blessed and ever forward. In the holy name of Jesus, amen.